0: Hey there, it's Mackenzie, your host of Winning. We're looking for sponsors for the podcast. If you have a business that you would like to promote to thousands of people, send us an email at podcastwinning at gmail.com or send us a message on social media. I cannot wait to hear from you. Now on to the show. Winning is your guide to making it in business. Join our award winning host and entrepreneur, Mackenzie Kilshaw, and special guests in casual conversations that will educate and inspire you on your business journey. Winning will help you learn the hard lessons the easy way with guidance from celebrated entrepreneurs and business leaders. It's fun, it's informative, it's winning. Welcome to Winning. I am your host, Mackenzie Kilshaw. And on this episode, I'm gonna let you in on the best practices for entrepreneurs, small business owners. So that's you. I have lived this life for 10 years. And these are some of my best tips that you can start today. They're not things that are gonna take you a long time. Get started today, live a better life. You need to develop and follow systems and routines to be successful. And as an entrepreneur and small business owner, You're always working on your business. That is never going to change, but the way you work can change. Have you ever heard of working smarter and not harder? Did you really understand what that meant? These best practices will give you the ability to work smart. By having systems and routines in place and sticking to them, that is very important, sticking to them, You won't have to work 10 or 12 or 14-hour days. Once I learned the importance of this, I went from working literally all of the time to having times that I worked and had more time for self-care and to spend doing things that I enjoyed. I enjoy working, but there's things that I enjoy as well as working. I'm going to go through seven things that you can do today to make yourself the most efficient entrepreneur that you can be. Efficiency and taking care of yourself will ensure that you are set up for success. I'm going to start with building strong relationships. Strong relationships will get you everywhere. And I believe this to be true in life and especially in business. This includes on social media, networking in your community, Relationships with your employees and clients, and also with your suppliers. The stronger these relationships are, the better off you will be. I'm telling you that from experience because it is true. Be transparent, be genuine, and be honest. These are all important for building relationships. People resonate more with others that they can relate to, so be yourself. The more people you know, And the larger your network is, the more positive word of mouth and personal referrals you will have. This is one of the best forms of marketing, and it will not cost you a dime. When someone recommends you, that is like no other marketing that you can do. Clients that feel connected to you are more loyal, and loyal customers are the best thing for your business because they return. And they usually recommend their friends and family to you, which builds your client base. Having a good relationship with your employees and suppliers is definitely needed for success. Your employees are so important to your business and your success. And when they are happy and feel included and are recognized as an important part of your business, they will be more efficient. And you know what? They'll work harder. A good relationship with your suppliers can often result in better negotiations on rates or prices, faster ship times, and special offers. Treat your suppliers good, and they will treat you good in return. And I can tell you from experience, when I had a clothing store, if I needed something quick, I had great relationships with suppliers, I could literally phone them and they would ship me something the next day. And that was because I just genuinely had an interest in them and they wanted me to succeed and I wanted them to succeed. So we had a good relationship and it helped me along the way. Having good business relationships with other businesses in your community is also a great thing to do because it can result in future partnerships or opportunities, right? You never know who you're going to want to partner with or do something with. And if you have those good relationships it gives you that ability. If you're just starting your business, start building relationships now, even if you're not open yet, or you haven't launched your product or your app or whatever it is, start now. And if you're not new, but you're looking to improve your entrepreneurial skills, building strong relationships is an essential place to start. So get out into your community, get to know people, talk to people, you know, how's business, what's new, just literally get to know them. And that's going to help you a long way. Okay, I want to talk now about optimizing your routine. So this starts with setting a schedule. I did not have a schedule for like four years. I literally just worked all the time. I didn't have a schedule. And this changed my life. So it will include both work and personal tasks. If your business is physical, a physical business, and you're actually there, So me going to my clothing store, set yourself office hours or times that you will be there and let your employees, clients, and whoever might need to know when you're there. So they have an expectation of when you're working, because if they know that you're there at a certain time, certain days, that's when they're going to, you know, come to you. If they don't know when you're there, they're going to be calling you, texting you, emailing you when you're not at work and you want to deal with work stuff when you're at work. If you work in your business, so you're physically there. I was physically there selling clothing. Ensure that those hours make sense to your business. Obviously, I'm not going to be there at 10 p.m. if I'm not open at 10 p.m. So, you know, make sure, make sure that you have a time that is the best for your business. By setting office hours, you're giving yourself time to complete your tasks, but then you also have time for self-care and non-work commitments. So I know a lot of entrepreneurs that are moms and they go to work from nine to three. They're at their business from nine to three. They do school drop off just before nine. And then they do school pickup at three thirty. That's when they're there. So they get their tasks done. If people need to see them or talk to them, if they were like me and they're physically selling or doing things in the store, um, then that's when they're there. Right. If you need to block time off in your calendar, To ensure that you can complete your tasks, so make yourself unavailable. It means no meetings and no interruptions during that time so you can stay focused. Whether that's an hour the first thing in the morning, whether that is a half day, a full day, whatever it is, you are unavailable. Don't book yourself anything in those time periods and work on what you need to get done. So I just said working on and working in your business, and I'm wondering, if you know the difference between working on your business and working in your business. So working in your business is actually physically working in it. So sales, like I did, or completing daily tasks that you have there during a service. Uh, maybe you're a hairstylist, and you own know, a hair salon, you actually have clients. Working on your business is things other than what I just listed that can make you money. So it's marketing, networking, setting goals, brainstorming ideas on how you can be more productive and maybe increase your sales or increase your productivity or do whatever your goals are. So lots of entrepreneurs start out working in their business and then grow to working on the business. And some people do both for the entirety of their career. I definitely started working in my business more. I mean, I was there every day. For one year, I was at my business every single day. I did not miss a day. It was really important that I was there. I had to be there for the success. And then as I had staff to depend on and as I had to do more marketing and more networking and be in the community more, then I was at my store certain days, but not every day. Use technology to make yourself more efficient. So robust systems that can make or sorry, that can do more things, make your life easier, or your friend. So for example, your POS system. Lots of them can keep track of sales, payments from clients, inventory. They run your website. You can do your marketing, email marketing through them, and everything in between. This saves you a huge amount of time and increases your efficiency. So this is a a place, technology is a place that You might have to spend some money. So you might have to pay for an app or, you know, pay more for a POS system. But if it is robust and it can do all of these things for you, I guarantee you that is going to save you time, which saves you money or earns you money, depending on how you look at it. Um, But you need to use technology. It's 2022 right now. Whenever you listen to this, we're only advancing in technology. You need to use it towards your benefit and to help you streamline your systems. A huge thank you to our sponsor, Just For You Day Spa and Wellness. Just For You is Canada's premier day spa with five locations in Alberta and Saskatchewan. The award-winning luxury spa features Lea Reese Cosmetics and iconic Betty Jewelry that you can also purchase online. Visit www.justforyoudayspa.com to book your service or to purchase a gift card. Okay. I love a to-do list. So make a to-do list. And I know that I mentioned this before. I like a hot, a warm, and a cold list. So hot needs to be ne- done now. So that's like today or this week, depending what you, I like a today hot list. Cause I'm like, these are the four things I have to get done today. And then the warm list is I'd really like to get these done today, but if I don't get them done till the end of the week or early next week, it's fine. And then the cold things are things that you don't necessarily need to do, but you'd like to do. Cold things, I have cold things sometimes on my list, literally for like three months. And sometimes they drop off because I realize it's not that important if I haven't done it yet. Other times those cold things come real hot or warm or hot quick, right? Because if you're thinking about your Christmas plan in September and all of a sudden it's November, like, oh boy, it's hot now, Right. So do those things, tackle the hots first, move to your warms and then your colds. And it's going to be ever changing, right? Your hot, warm and cold list is always going to be moving and rotating, but that'll keep you organized. And the top things that need to be done now are going to get done now. Don't procrastinate on those. Like those hot items, you cannot procrastinate. You need to do those now because those are things that are going to help your business, make you money reach your goal, whatever it is. You need to do them now. Be sure to schedule self-care into your routine too. So that's exercise, family time, time with your friends, reading, watching your favorite Netflix show. I don't care what it is. Whatever it is that you need to rest, relax, recharge, you're more efficient if you're rested and free of stress and anxiety. And it could be just moments, like you might just need 10 minutes every couple of hours to just decompress, play a game on your phone, get up, take a little stroll, get a coffee, just those times that you need to just give your brain a break, Uh, you know, chat with a friend on the phone for five minutes, just give yourself that break. And then it's a lot easier when you're feeling good to get back into work. Okay, maximize your productivity. And I can hear you basically saying, what the heck does that mean? (laughs) So to me, it means avoiding work overload or minimizing work overload, being flexible and focusing your energy on things that bring you closer to your goals. So this is the work smarter, not harder part. So how do you avoid or minimize work overload? So remember when I just talked about setting a schedule and sticking to it? And using technology to make your life easier. So literally those steps right there will set you up on the right track for not getting overloaded. Two other things that you need to do. And these are hard. These are hard, but they're actually not hard. We think they're hard. Set boundaries and know that it's okay to say no. I literally have just really embraced this in about the last two years. So it only took me eight years. So if you can do it now, I mean, you're way ahead than me, but you need to set boundaries. You aren't Superman or Superwoman. You don't need to do everything and say yes to everything. Like it's not even realistic that we give ourselves those expectations. If you don't want to do it, don't like really, it is so simple. Don't laugh at me because I know it took me eight years to figure it out. But once you do it and say no and stick to your boundaries, it is gonna pay off. Don't do the things that suck your time and energy. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. And you know, unfortunately, there's sometimes in business and sometimes in life that we have to just suck it up and do it. But I'm talking the daily things. Someone the other day asked me if I would, um, sit on a board of directors. And I told them no. And I said, I'm, you know, I apologize. I'd love to help you. I'd love to be on the board and I have lots of board experience, but I just don't have the time or energy right now. And I don't want to take away from my business or myself to give myself to others. Right? So you have to make sure yourself is okay first before you can help somebody else. Be flexible. And I know I just said to set boundaries and stick to them, But being flexible doesn't mean that you need to break your rules. That's not what it means. It means to go with the flow and not be set in your ways, right? Not be too rigid. If something doesn't work for today, put it on your schedule for tomorrow or next week. Modify to the change that's needed, right? So you're supposed to do something today and get it done for whatever reason doesn't work out, internet's not working, I don't know, something happened, don't stress, right? And don't fear that you had to change it. Because oftentimes when you change things, it creates a big opportunity for you. So change and flexibility to solve a problem or to capitalize on an opportunity can be the best way for you to get to your goal. I know that's hard because most of us don't like change, but really even small things can make the world of difference. And speaking of goals, you need to focus your energy on the things that will get you closer to your goals. So you got a goal set. I never even said that, but like you have to goal set, whether that's a weekly goal, a monthly goal, a sales target, a yearly goal, whatever it is, set realistic goals that you can hit and don't set them easy. So like, oh, I just hit my goal, yay me. But set them so that they're attainable for you and your team too. And if a task or an action doesn't get you closer to your goal and it takes up a lot of your time, then you can either consider having someone else on your team do it, or pay someone to do it. Literally, this is my favorite things. There's things that I hate. I pay other people to do them. I'm a one woman show. I do not have a staff right now. It's me. And so I get an accountant to do my taxes because I don't want to do that. And that's actually my example. You need to pay your taxes. But it's easier to have somebody else figure taxes out. So I have the accountant do it. while I create a sales plan for new product launch. If I'm acquiring new customers through networking, maybe I go to an event or I'm learning how to better social or social, oh boy, manage my social media accounts. So those things can make me money, right? If I'm launching a new product, I want to sell it. If I'm getting a new customer through networking, they'll buy something. And if I'm learning how to be better on social media, I'll sell more. Those things make me money. Yeah, I got to pay the accountant to do my taxes, but I'm making money while I'm paying them. So in the end, I'm ahead. And this leads right in to playing on your strengths. So you have to be self-aware. Know what you're good at and what you're not good at. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. Know what you're good at and acknowledge what you're not good at. And then focus your time and energy on the things that you excel at. So what you're good at, put your time there. It's right back to what I just spoke on. So build a team or pay a marketer to create execute your marketing plan if you're not good at marketing. It's okay not to be good at everything because I got a, you know, little brain moment here for you. No one is. And if they pretend they are, they're not because we're not all good at everything. We all have strengths and weaknesses. That's life, right? It's not a weakness if you have an area that you're not good at. We're not all you know, good at math or good at science or good at English or whatever it is. We're not all good at marketing and all good at everything. But it is a weakness. If you try to do something that you're not good at, and you spend your time and energy on something that causes you stress and frustration, that is not working smarter. Frankly, that's working backwards, right? Okay, you're an entrepreneur, you're a small business owner, it means you're creative, right? So you got to channel that creativity. You've created a business or a product or whatever your, your entrepreneur journey has got you on. And that took a lot of creativity. So continue to innovate, continue to do something better to improve on your skills or your service to educate yourself. Anything that you can do to propel yourself and your business will get you further faster. And just for example, here with this podcast, I was invited by Apple to come and join a few um, seminars. And I was like, oh, geez, it's another hour here and an hour there whatever. And I was like, whatever. I'm going to be better at podcasting. I'm going to learn more. I'm going to be able to know how to do ABC. Why would I not do that? It's silly just because I didn't want to spend an hour to join a call. So get further faster. And that is part of working smarter. Okay, you got to take risks. But make sure that they're educated and calculated risks, right? Just don't go throw money out the window, but do your research. Figure out the odds that you'll succeed or not. And if the research is in your favor, then make your move. And you might succeed, and I hope you do, but you might fail. And success is what we all strive for, but remember that you can learn so much from failure. And if you fail, and it's going to happen, like you're going to fail, nothing works out every time as as you think it's going to. But be sure to learn why you failed. So take your quick lessons and apply those lessons to your next task. Literally evaluate it. What went wrong? Why? And then move on. Sometimes the best lessons and growth come from failure. And dwelling on this failure and the negative only holds you back from focusing your energy in the past, like you should be looking ahead to your next goals in order to achieve them. So stop looking backwards. We've all done it. We've all done things in our business that afterwards you're like, why did I do that? That was so dumb, or that did not work out as planned. And maybe you did the research and you thought everything's going to be great and it didn't work out. It happens. That is life. I mean, COVID happened to so many businesses, the unknowns happened, but you need to take those lessons and then move forward, propel yourself further faster. And finally, leverage your personality. So I don't know if you know this, but lots of entrepreneurs are, are introverts and extroverts. I mean, not the same person, but you, you usually think of, of extroverts as being the people out there and the people that are talking to people, but introverts are usually the ones that resonate with the idea and get the idea side going. So you don't need to be an introvert or an extrovert to succeed. You can succeed regardless of what you are, but you need to know which one you are and you need to work with it, not against it. So if you're an introvert and networking, like going to a networking event sounds like an absolute nightmare, then take an introverted employee with you. If you have no place, take an introverted friend with you to events and get them to help you build relationships with people because that's probably really outside of your comfort zone, right? or if you're an extrovert, I'm an extrovert. I like talking. I can just get into a room and just talk to whoever, but small details sometimes drive me nuts because I feel like I spend so much time on small things. So now I found it's just better to have somebody else focus on that. So I don't have to worry about it. Knowing your strengths and playing to them will be your best plan of attack in the business world. So work smarter, not harder. Set yourself a schedule. And work on the things that will bring you closer to your goals. Use technology to assist with this. Get others to do tasks that you aren't good at. And focus your time and energy where you excel. Learn when you succeed. And also learn when you fail. Being an entrepreneur is hard. But you can make your life a lot easier by being set up for success. I'm 10 years into being an entrepreneur and I still work on all of these things. They're a lot easier now. And I hope that you can learn from my personal experiences and advice and enjoy your journey because you're on a journey and you should really be enjoying it and be happy with it. If you're not, you need to take these lessons and apply them to your own life and start now, like start today and don't, you don't start with all of them at once. Start with one thing. And work on that for a while. And then incorporate another thing. And then incorporate another thing. And I can tell you right now, you are going to have so many highs and so much success. So thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. And I will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to Winning. Be sure to subscribe to get all of our new episodes. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to winning to catch all of the latest from us. You can follow winning podcast on Instagram at winning podcast, Facebook at winning podcast, and on Twitter at winning pod winning was created and is produced by me, Mackenzie Kilshaw. music created by Summer Furby editing by Seth Armstrong. Special thanks to Shauna Foster for voicing our opening. Thanks again for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode.